Hello, my name is Jermaine Davids. And today my group and I will be talking about the health gap between lower income communities and more affluent communities. Today I'm here with Daryl Butler. Trisha White. Manning Hold. Malar Reynolds. So guys, I, today I wanna ask you, why do you think there are health gaps in between a very rich and a very poor community? Daryl, why do you think that is? Uh, I think that's because companies have it in their mind that um, poor communities are going to be more prone to get foods that are uh, bad and cheap. So they flood those communities with uh, restaurants such as McDonald's and Taco Bell because it's cheap and quick to get. And um, um, communities that have a higher income, they are more prone to, you know, like take their time with their meals and watch their health and cook like organic and stuff like that. So I think that's why there's a gap in between the communities for health. Yeah, I, I, uh, I concur. Um, many people, many people in these communities can afford to um, go to Whole Foods and stuff like that and waste markets because as I said, they can afford that type of food, more healthy, um, more healthy, um, yeah, more healthy type of food. But as opposed to in a poorer community when you could just go down the street and buy Wendy's for like $5, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, definitely. And yeah, that's why, and that's why I believe that um, we there is this problem. So, Due to this fact, do you think do you think it's um in a sense immoral, Manning? Yes, I think because recently I've seen what they feed like public school kids, and it's really ridiculous because I don't know if anybody knows this, but I am vegan. Well, I'm pescatarian. I don't eat meat no more. So I feel like. Ever since I've did like a life change, I feel like things like my energy and stuff are better. Like I'm not as tired, like I and I have asthma, so like um I feel like it's good for me to keep like keep like just stay healthy because asthma, I mean that's not that bad, but like it can it can be bad for some people, like you know what I'm saying? So yeah, but like I feel like it's not right how they be feeding these kids. Like, it's really, like, I can go show y'all what I they I agree. I agree. I agree. Like, it's, it's not right at all. It's really it's nasty. It's truly wicked. It's truly wicked. But, um, yeah, I just feel as if the only way it's going to stop is if we can actually get those, get the high-priced uh, foods from Whole Foods and stuff like that. Those foods that give you true nutrients and if we can try and cut down the price of those and try and uh, feed it in lower communities. And also, as you, as you said, a big, big factor is what kids eat when they go to school, the public school system. Um, what type of food are they eating? You know what I mean? And it's not, and, and um, just like with the food in the lower communities and just like the food with the um, more affluent communities, um, that also varies the, uh, food in the public school system as well. Like if you if you go to a public school that is in a richer community, the food tends to be better. 
and more nutritious as opposed to a poor community. <clears throat> so what do you, Milan, what do you think, um, what, do you, what are your solutions to stop this? What do you think needs to happen? Like in terms of, basically I'm saying in terms of um, the gap in between the poor communities and the rich communities. What do you think, what do you think needs to happen so that they can live a longer life? Cause, cause this, cause this, this problem doesn't just impact the food that's um, eaten. It also impacts your life expectancy. Cause as Manning said, eating all that chicken and stuff and eating all that meat and uh, yeah, that stuff is not good for you. And I think over time, it'll catch up to healthier, you. Healthier um, food options. Mm. Uh, Patricia, what do you think? Patricia, what do you think? I think I think they should have um, gardens, more gardens, so you can they grow, grow their own food. Because um, I know, like when I was in um, elementary school, we had a garden at our school, and yeah, I think that would just be you know part of the solution. Yeah, and back back go back to the question where you asked if it was immoral, immoral. Yeah, immoral. Yeah. Um, I think it is because some people didn't choose to be in situations that they're in. So for them to be treated like they're less than other people is wrong. They should be given like the same opportunity. Even though the other people work for it, there should be some type of like borderline. You know? They shouldn't be treated completely like trash and have to eat the stuff that they eat. I, I agree with you. Um... And the thing is, many stores literally refuse to go into those income communities because they know that those people aren't going to be able to buy their stuff. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like, and that's what, and that's where it leads to food deserts. Most times people have to travel miles just to get to a supermarket, um, tens of miles just to get to a supermarket. And the only thing that's around them and that's convenient for them to buy is like fast food. So, um, Daryl, let me aim this question at you. If you were the governor of, let's say, Maryland or something, and you you see this going on, um, what would you do to try and help it or change the situation? Um, I would think you change the situation? To change the situation, I think I would start off small first. Um, I, th- I feel like I would try to put, you know, like pop-up farmers markets in like neighborhoods that I know that are struggling and um, see how things go there. And then if it seems like people are enjoying the food and buying it, then I think I would start like a, 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 small, a small supermarket, not, not like Whole Foods, but like um, Yes Market, I think that's what it's called. I don't mm-hmm. know. But yeah, something like that though. Um, Milan, I wanna, I wanna go back to um, a previous statement you said. You said that some people, uh, work for it although they work for it or something like that so what do you what do you mean by that a lot of people work for the things that they have Jermaine they work for the food that they that they get to eat so they're able to spend money on the type of food they eat people who don't you know who don't have the opportunity to work they're not able to buy the same food 
Interesting, interesting. So, um, right now, imagine you're sitting in the uh, seat and you're in the position of a person who was who who only gets to eat like fast food and stuff because that's the only thing your mother could afford, and that's that's like that's the stuff in your community. How would you feel about that? And knowing the impacts that it's gonna have later on in your life, how would you feel about that? Honestly, I don't think someone in that situation would would really think too much of it because they may be worried about other things like trying to pay the bills. So, I mean, that's kind of where like the loophole starts right there. Like you're not too worried about food. You're more worried about like your survival and staying in a house or something like that. That's true. That's true. So most times people don't really like focus on that because as you said, they're just worried about the, literally the next um, meal on the table and the next bill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's the, yeah, that's very true. That's where the um, situation begins. That's where it stems from. Wow. But um, so how long do you think it's going to take until change can really come? Like okay. how long do you think? Are they even talking about change? I don't think so. There's not enough awareness being spread. Ming, mm. how long do you think change is going to take for change to come? I mean, it all starts with, you know, it don't even have to start big like they're, they're like, start off. At least a couple of like months, maybe two months to start up something stable. Wait, you said it would take a few That's months true. to start up something stable to like yeah. to change the status quo. Like it don't even have to be permanent, but just to start start something up, you know, to make it something bigger. So what do you what do you think about like government assisting like food stamps and stuff? Like what do you think about that? Those are good. I feel like cuz cuz when you get when they give out that type of stuff, you can literally go to the grocery store and get anything. Like, I just it's just a matter of like buying the right stuff so you can like buying the right things that you need, not like like don't go to the grocery store and buy a bunch of like I don't know TV dinners. I guess I don't know. Like, don't like if you get the opportunity to get food stamps, get the right stuff, stuff that that won't spoil or stuff that you can keep just in case something was to happen or in case you don't have the money to, you know, feed your kids or whoever you got to feed. You know, you have stuff in the house that, like, canned goods and fresh fruits and vegetables, stuff like that. Personally, I believe, like, more stuff, more governmental assistance should be given out for stuff like that because I think that um, no matter how poor you are or what you've done or anything like that. I think everybody's entitled to food. You know what I mean? Everybody's entitled to an actual meal, like a, a nutritious meal. Because many people don't, many people just see it as food is food. You know what I mean? Many people see it as, oh yeah, this um, Big Mac or Whopper or something, that's gonna fill you up. That's it, simple as that, next meal. But they don't see the lasting effect it has on people. And they don't see the rates at which um, it's, it's an, impacting the um poor communities i agree but other people don't think like that like if someone's working 
at a job where they get paid more money and say someone's working at like IHOP or something. And they're getting the same type of benefits. They're getting the same. They're going to be like, what am I working this hard for if I can just, you know? And that's, and that's what I think. And that's what I think. Um, that's what I think is a very big problem with um, humanity. We look, we look towards others to try and compare ourselves. You know what I mean? As opposed to being grateful for what we have. So in terms of that, in terms of what you just said, um, if, if you, if, if let's say if I was, uh, let's say if I had money and I was able to buy stuff, you know what I mean? You eating well and you, uh, having a nutritious diet and you, yeah, yeah, basically just you eating well, that's not going to impact my food at all. That's not going to impact me at all. So that's why I don't, that's why I don't really understand when people, um, are envious and make, and make points like that. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, it won't impact your food. Comparing is people comparing is the only reason why there are people eating good and there's people. No, no, no. no. I was I was responding to Milan's statement because she said that um a lot of people um the the problem with uh people both having like access to like good food is that people will compare and say that um they are working hard but they're not they're not reaping the benefits of their hard work or something like that. So yeah, that's what I was. I was just responding to Milan by saying that, and and I and I think that is actually a that is actually the ideology of some people. Many people uh, see it as um, a hierarchy, like a like a, a power power structure. Like if you can go into whole if you can go into Whole Foods and afford to buy food there, as opposed if you go to like. As you, as we discussed, um, like a fast food restaurant, you know what I mean. So people can people uh tend to compare in those ways. That's a very true statement, Lamar. Right. Not everyone has money to be on the health trend. Exactly. And as and as Daryl said, most people aren't even worrying about that because they have so many other problems to deal with. So they're just trying to uh, find a way to survive, but they don't realize while whilst doing that that they're killing themselves. With the food that they eat so it's just it's just so but and i just believe that you shouldn't have to worry about your next meal no man should ever have to worry about their next meal i don't care if you're homeless or if you're the richest person in the world like that should never that should never just be a thing yeah that should go with water too water should be free to everybody because everyone needs it to survive yeah i think so as well i don't i don't think that water sh- like you you don't create water so why is someone putting it in a bottle and selling it like, I should also go with feminine supplies. Mm-hmm. Feminine supplies? Yep. Yes. Pads, mm. tampons. Those are very much be free. Interesting. Interesting. That's a topic. That's a topic we could discuss in a later podcast. But um, Manning, uh, back to you. So Manning, um, in terms of uh the like obviously we spoke about government assistance earlier, but how, to what extent should the government um, try and help these people out? Um, They should just give them what they need, like food stamps, um, 
you know, housing, basic, just basic things, basic human need, shelter, food, water, like this, like they're not asking for extravagant things. They're not asking for cars. They're not asking for you to build them a mansion. Like they just need, you know, basic things, help with staying alive. So do you believe that um, the, um, <clears throat> the, the pay would impact it in a way? Like, do you, do you believe that the um, minimum, minimum page wage should go up? Like? Um, currently, I think, I don't know, because in a lot of states, D.C.'s minimum wage is actually pretty high compared to a lot of states, because you have some states that their minimum wage is literally like $7 or like 5 or like, like it's really low compared, like D.C.'s minimum wage is what, like $15, 15 it's 15 I think it's raised or something like that, but it's pretty good, but I guess if you're trying to live somewhere like DC, wow, it's dollars. The the minimum wage should maybe raise a little bit more because it is DC is really becoming gentrified. I know my neighborhood's pretty much gentrified now, so yeah, it's expensive to live in the city, you know, and especially for people who were born in these cities it's hard for them to live in their own city and they they're from here you know what i'm saying like i live in a, a old it's not old but like family like generations of my family have lived here so i'm fortunate to be able to live in the city but it's not like that for everybody i feel as if um minimum wage is high to an extent compared to other uh other states and other places but i still don't feel like it's adequate enough for survival and to get nutritious food. Yeah. Um, due to inflation of like like 1970, due to inflation, the minimum wage today in the United States should be $24 an hour. Like if it was going by inflation as it should have as, as it should be. But um a lot of a lot of times when there uh people try like Democrats try to pass minimum wage for it to be higher like m- many Republicans disagree. And they they try to they kind of stall it in like a filibuster, which is basically a um, it's basically when uh politicians uh, stall the vote and to pass a law. So, yeah, I I feel as if um that would help, that would help tremendously with nutrition. Daryl, what do you think about that, bro? Um, I think minimum wage. I mean, it, it depends on really where you live, honestly. Like, for example, D.C., I think D.C.'s minimum wage should go up because the cost of living in D.C., as Manning said, is steadily rising. Yeah. And if minimum wage is too low, then I mean, yeah, if minimum wage is too low, then uh, you're going to get people who can't even live there anymore and then they're going to move out. So I think people in higher authorities are going to be forced to eventually raise minimum wage until they find the fine adjustment to where people can live comfortably and um, enough people are living there. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um, the minimum wage is a huge problem. 
And as you said, uh, I, I, in a sense, well, obviously I feel like there should be a flat minimum rate, wage of like, generally I believe it should be $24 an hour, but I believe that there should be a flat minimum wage. And then as, uh, as the cost of living goes up in each state or as it varies, that should be um, how much the minimum wage increases. But um, anyway, you said, you said what? I said at the same time, we shouldn't be thinking that all their paycheck from, all their paycheck should be going towards rent because it is nutritional. They should be adding in the cost of food as well. Oh, in, in the minimum wage? Yep, yep. Because um, yes, the property value is always going to go up, but people still need to eat. So like what Manning said about food stamps and stuff like that, that should be probably the top prior priority. Cause if you're gonna if you're gonna tie in property value with minimum wage, then where does the food come in? So people are gonna be needing more stuff so they can eat. Well, I'd like to thank you guys um, for tuning in and listening to our podcast. Um, this has been a lot of fun discussing this. Um, can you guys introduce, uh, reintroduce yourself and close anything? Uh, my name is Daryl Butler. I'm Patricia White. Manny Ho. Malar Reynolds. And this has been a lot of fun. Thank you.